Welcome to the Keos Podcast, a series dedicated to bringing you the best claims and legal insight. Hello, everyone. My name is Callum McPhail, and I'm a consultant at Keos working in the market affairs and strategy areas. With so many changes happening in relation to legislative and regulatory requirements, on top of developments in the market and government policy, it can be hard to keep up. So at Keos, we're focused on understanding all the moving parts and helping our clients keep up to date with any of the changes that may impact them. Today, we're talking about the Damages Claims Portal Pilot Scheme, and we have Natalie Larnder, Head of Market Affairs here at Keos, to help us understand a bit more about it. Natalie, perhaps you'd like to introduce yourself? Thanks, Callum. Yeah, uh, so I joined Keos uh, coming up for a year ago um, as Head of Market Affairs, and it's my job really to um, keep everyone in the loop as to what's happening happening policy change-wise um, that might have impact um, on the market, um, including the Damages Claims Portal Pilot Scheme. Okay, thanks. So let's get into the questions. Firstly, what is the Damages Claims Portal Pilot Scheme? or DCP, as it's often referred to, and what sort of claims does it actually apply to? So the DCP is an online platform for the issuing service and progression of damages only claims. It is currently developed um, from the um, issue of claims until directions questionnaires, after which point it drops out of the DCP and continues along the usual court process that we're more familiar with. The snappily named practice direction 51ZB sets out the criteria for claims covered by the DCP, but um, essentially a claim is suitable for it provided um, it meets those conditions and the majority of cases that would be issued by way of part seven do, with some exceptions such as claims that would ordinarily be issued by a part eight procedure debt claims um, where the claimant or defendant is a protected party or where the claim is not conducted in English. But otherwise, if it's a part seven claim, then it's eligible for the DCP. Okay, so damages only claims. What does that really mean? So it can be a bit misleading. Um, The DCP applies to claims where the remedy sought is damages only. The claimant's not seeking any other non-damage remedy. So it doesn't mean the DCP only applies to claims where just damages have yet to be agreed. That's the only outstanding issue. It applies to claims where liability is in dispute too. Okay, thanks, Natalie. And, And why are we suddenly hearing lots about the DCP? So while the Damages Claims Portal went live on the 28th of May 2021, the service has had um, a bit of a slow take up, partly we think because of an initial kind of lack of knowledge about what it was about, what sort of claims it applied to. And then there was a need for HMCTS, who have developed the DCP, to undertake some um, technical updates to the system just to enable law firms to better interface with it on initial sign-up, those changes having now been made. Um, So while the DCP pilot has been live since May last year, it's from the 4th of April 2022 that the claimant process has been made mandatory. And that means that those firms who are registered with my HMCTS will from the 4th of April have to issue all claims meeting the criteria for the DCP within the DCP. Okay, 
And what does this mean if you're on the other side of a claim issued within the DCP from the 4th of April? So at the moment, if a claimant solicitor wishes to serve proceedings within the DCP, so they have to issue proceedings with the DCP, but if they want to serve them, then they must obtain express agreement from the defendant solicitor that they are authorised to accept notifications on behalf of the defendant through the DCP. If the defendant solicitor does not agree to this, then the claimant solicitor would still have to issue within the DCP, provided they're registered with my HMCTS. But then the case proceeds offline and continues along the usual court route. Right. And what about insurers who want to continue to handle litigated files? Do they need to register with my HMCTS to deal with the cases through the DCP? So at the moment, the pilot scheme is only for solicitors um, in, or legal professionals. So insurers, individuals, other organisations are unable to register to use it. Now, that will change in the future, but we haven't got a time frame for that as of yet. Insurers can still handle litigated files if a case is issued within the DCP and they want to continue to deal with that case themselves, then the case would drop out of the DCP after issue and it would continue along the usual court route. Okay, so do you think the defendant process will become mandatory within the DCP? And if so, do we know when this will happen? So we understand that HMCTS are working towards mandating the defendant process by the end of June of 2022, with a rule change necessary which will require defendants to respond to claims within the DCP, provided they're issued within the DCP. So at this point, the claimant solicitor would not need to seek agreement from the defendant solicitor to serve via the DCP. Essentially, it removes the mandating the defendant process by that date in June 2022 um, is a removal of the requirement for the defendant solicitor to agree to service within the DCP. And as long as a case is issued in the DCP after that point, the defendant solicitor will have to deal with the case except service and it will you know, progress along the DCP. Okay, so the end of June 2022 really is quite soon. What are Keo's doing to prepare for it? So Keo's we've registered for my HMCTS and we're looking to identify a selection of cases to test through the DCP, um, sort of relatively straightforward fast track cases. Um, our operations and file opening teams are working to understand the practicalities of the new process, having you know a look around the process to get a feel for it, as well as trying to identify suitable test cases. And we're making sure our fee earners and file handling staff all know what the DCP is, what it means, what to do when they're approached by a claimant solicitor about taking a case through the process. And um, before that, that date when it becomes mandatory, that they understand what the mandating of the defendant process means. Um, and there are also some cases where we'll be acting on the claimant side of a claim, such as recoveries cases that we handle for clients. Um, so we're making sure that our fee earners, file handlers who deal with those cases um, are aware that they'd be, be needing to issue those claims within the DCP from the 4th of April. So what would I need to do as an insurer to prepare for this change and for the defendant process becoming mandatory within the D DCP? Should I be changing any of my standard letters nominating solicitors? 
So that's a good, great question. And in relation to changes to standard letters, we don't believe that this will be necessary at this time. Uh, it might be necessary to change some of the standard um, letters uh, once the defendant process becomes mandatory to add an email address for service via DCP for the instructed solicitor. And we'll be updating all of our clients on this point as soon as we know more of the timeline for that next phase. But at the moment, um, no, in terms of the standard letters, we think they can stay as they are. Um, it's just really important that insurers um, claims handlers are aware of the DCP, of what it means. Um, and hopefully this podcast will also help go some way um, to achieving that. Um, and if an insurer is approached about serving a claim within the DCP, that they pass those details to their nominated solicitor as soon as possible. Um, and I know that many do this anyway, but early nomination of a law firm to accept service of proceedings may be helpful. So why not just accept service of all claims issued within the DCP from now? Why wait for the defendant process to become mandatory? Sure. So, I mean, the DCP is an unyet, as yet untested online platform. And with the development of online platforms, it's not uncommon to experience some technical issues. So really, we'd like to run a small pilot of cases through the platform as soon as we possibly can just to understand if there are any technical changes that HMCTS might need to make before we start running a volume of cases through the DCP. Okay, so as insurers or lawyers, should we be worried about the DCP? So, I mean, normal to be worried about the unknown, isn't it? But no, I don't think we should be worried about it. I think we should be aiming to work within it, provide feedback to HMCTS as soon as possible to enable them to enhance the service if they need to and to help them with the further development of it. The digitisation of the court service is a good thing. I think, you know, we understand that in time an API system will be built, which will enable firms to connect to the DCP using their own case management systems, which will make for ultimately a better experience. And once fully developed and operational, the hope is that the DCP will help to alleviate some of the court backlog, which is really substantial at the moment. So this is surely good news for us all. Mm, yeah. So finally... The DCP is currently from issue to directions questionnaires. Will it eventually develop to cover more of the claims process? So we're told um, by HMCTS that the DCP will eventually be a full end-to-end -end service covering everything from pre-action, pre-litigation period of a claim until enforcement. HMCTS are developing it um, a stage at a time and rolling it out gradually. Um, so no doubt they want feedback about the claims journey so far before they extend the process to cover more of that claims journey. Um, but obviously it's going to take some time to fully develop that process. Okay, Natalie, that was really helpful. So thank you. And thanks so much to everyone for listening to the podcast on the DCP pilot scheme. We hope you found it interesting and helpful and that you'll join us for the next podcast in our Market Affairs series. Thank you. Thank you.